1: Good morning, Rutherford County. I have Mr. John Floyd on. And uh, John, uh, of course, you're in, in the building real estate business. Uh, and I think most people in this community know you already because you're not only uh, taking care of people and building homes in the right way, but you, you reach out to the community when fit, when things need to be done uh, you're always there to step in, and uh, is is a lot of this because you're pretty much self-made, and you've been through uh, all the cycles that a person can go through, and, and especially with uh, your link to this community.
2: Yeah, I, when I was a young young kid at, at my early 20s, uh, I, I met a man, uh, Howard Wall. Most folks around here know Poochie. Howard and Sally. <laughs> uh, and Howard bugged me to go to work for him in the real estate business, and finally one day I decided I was going to give it a try. I was 25 years old, and uh, and did you know did did well as a real estate salesperson for a year or two, and then got in the building business. But uh, one thing that Howard really focused on for me and other people that that were under his wing, you know, he he always had the belief in giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. They were very active in MTSU and various charities and their church and various charities all through rutherford county and uh, he started me down that road and then i kind of took it and ran with it you ran
1: pretty hard too
2: well i, I feel like you know if you've you're successful um you know it, it, there's just so many good causes out there and i've t- taken that uh success and done a lot of stuff with a lot of charities here in Murfreesboro and, and, yeah. and Middle Tennessee for that matter I mean to, uh, to in, a, in a big way uh, in a really big way actually
1: now uh, the the building business right now is still uh, ongoing I mean it's, it's pretty strong and uh, a lot of people are moving in to this community because it, it's really special. Uh, You don't find this in a lot of places in the United States. And this, uh, when people are selling homes right now, and, and they're bringing good prices, of course, we all know that. Uh, Are most of them staying here in Rutherford County? Are they just taking a step up or a step back? Uh, Like me, I I took a step back because all our kids were gone, and and, uh, it was just Jackie and me. So we felt like that uh, um, we had too much to do, you might say, because we we weren't getting any younger or whatever. And then... uh, um, it's a fascinating business as far as what you're in right now, because you have a you have a thumb on everything that's going on in this community.
2: yeah you know, we're we're fortunate. old South um, we build uh, first time home buyer houses. We also build move- up houses, mm-hmm. and then we skip the luxury in we're we're not in that, but then we also do the senior products. Mm-hmm. so so we 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 do quite a bit of homes where We'll have a neighborhood with 50, 60, 70, uh, most of them are all, all, they're all townhomes, they're attached housing, mm-hmm. they're flats, in other words, they're one-stories, in some case they might have a couple of bedrooms upstairs, but for the most part they're on the first floor, and, um, you know, they're, they're luxury, they're high-end uh, townhomes, the ones we do for the seniors, and uh, it's been extremely uh, uh, good for us. Uh, we have Rockbridge Cove out there on Highway 96 going to Las Casses. We have mm-hmm. one out on 99, Bellhaven Cove. We have one out on 231 going towards Shelville, which was Innsbruck Crossing. We have a new one that butts up to Northwoods uh, Brookwood Point that we just started framing on, which is in the, like I said, the back side of Northwoods on which is on Middle Tennessee Boulevard.
1: That's pretty high income right through there.
2: Yeah, and then we have one on Veterans Parkway out in the Barfield community that has not went vertical yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these units um, started a little right at 300000 and go to about three fifty, And per square foot, they're close to $200 a foot, so they're extremely high end. They're hardwood yeah. floors, tile, granite. Um, you know, people are normally downsizing from a much larger home mm-hmm. but they don't want to give up any of their amenities uh, they want it extremely nice they just want it something smaller so they can take care of it in some cases have a couple of bedrooms that the grandkids come over and uh, uh, it's been it's been very successful uh, uh, it's like Rock Ridge cove out there in las casas highway when one comes on the market a resale it normally is not on the market four or five days they sell mm-hmm. uh, they, they sell immediately
1: do you, do you have uh, connections with uh, other real estate people in the business you're in?
2: Oh, of course I do. I'm, I have relationships uh, yeah. all over the place. And, of course, at Old South, you know, we, most people probably think we're a Rutherford County builder. Of course, we're all over Middle Tennessee. Uh, we're mm-hmm. in six, seven different counties in Middle Tennessee. So we're spread out uh, doing a lot of different things. It's really
1: exciting right now. That's pretty interesting because... Uh, the homes here in Rutherford County uh, are built as well as they are anywhere else in the state of Tennessee or anywhere. And you go over to Williamson County, and the exact same home, built the same way, has all the amenities in it. You might say, it's it. They'll pay more in Williamson County than they will in Rutherford County, in in. Why is that? Well, I mean, you you go back to the location, location, location.
2: Uh, um, whether you like it or not, Rutherford County is somewhat a blue collar town, and has it been is. always. You I know? love it that way, and and, it, and it's great, and and we do well. But yeah. you know, I I, I tell people. Uh, you know nissan is in middle tennessee uh rutherford county got the plant and williamson county got the headquarters Uh, yeah it it, it just is what it is like in rutherford county there may be in 2020 there may have been five or six houses that closed over a million dollars in williamson county there was probably three or four hundred houses that closed over a million dollars i mean they have houses over there that are over 10 million dollars it's it's just a whole different world in williamson county uh you know we have one country club that's been up and down ever since it's been its existence, yeah. um, and they have. I, I would hate to guess. I know seven, eight, ten country clubs in Williamson County. It's just it's just a different world.
1: All power to them is what I say. Bless their hearts. Uh, sometimes the name means more than anything else. And and uh, if if you have somebody that that drops in your office, and they're looking to build in Middle Tennessee, and uh, do you kind of give them the once-over as to what, uh, not only deal with the monies, but also the personalities of the, each individual? Well, to be honest with you, Truman. I hadn't done that in a long, long
2: time. I, I just I take care. My job at Old South is to keep buses and land and lots. Rarely do I ever speak to a customer, so I'm I'm somewhat oh, wow. I'm somewhat out of that completely. Um, you know, we do. Um, uh, last week, we we sold 30 homes in one week. So mm-hmm. it's definitely not me out here running around chasing customers. We we wouldn't get anything done if it was me. But uh, uh, things have been good for us, and it's been really good all through Middle Tennessee. Uh, we're as far away as Pleasant View, Fairview. Of course, we're in Mount Juliet, Nashville, Smyrna. Uh, we're starting to. What bright- about Franklin County? We hadn't made it down to Winchester yet, but we're we're we did we have. Well,
1: call, call Sally Case and Thomas over <laughs> there.
2: <laughs> well, we are we are we are getting close to going vertical in in Bedford County and Cheverly. We're 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 putting utilities in the ground right now.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so we're, I tell people, you know, it used to be you had Nashville and you had the county surrounding it but we touched Nashville or Davidson County in some way. You know, somehow they touch, and now. We're going one more county out, so we're we're going to Marshall County, to Bedford County, to DeKalb County, to you know. You're having to go a little. They, they kind of say you drive till you can buy. What what they mean by drive till you buy is you drive to where you can buy where you can afford it. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, Rutherford County is getting higher and higher. Nothing nothing like Williamson County, but we're we're getting more. You know, higher and higher. So uh, you know, at some point. We're going to push people out of Rutherford County that are, you know, or might might have a more of an entry-level job. Like uh, when I started in Spring Hill in 2000, in the year 2000, uh, you know, I'm driving through our neighborhood, and uh, you know, about every fourth driveway has a Williamson County uh, County Sheriff or Franklin uh, Police Department, and I'm like, my goodness, and, and what it really was is they couldn't afford to live in Franklin. And they had to go to Spring Hill to, yeah. to where they could afford it. And it, uh, it's kind of kind of sad in a way. You know, I, I personally believe that uh, in Murfreesboro, we, if you live here, you should have the right to live here. Yeah. So we should be able to provide housing for every level, uh, you know, of, of income. But, uh, the interest rates being so low has spoiled people. Yeah. And, and now you, you'll see a young couple both have, you know, pretty decent jobs out of school. And they're buying a three hundred $350,000 house, you know, they, they don't have an entry-level job. They have more of a, a mid-level job.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And if it wasn't for rates being 3% or 25 or whatever they are right now, they're ridiculously low, um, none of this would happen. Yeah. You know, when I bought my first house, it was 1,100 square feet and had one bathroom, and I was probably as proud of that house as the house I live in today because, I mean, it you was You sound on. like me. Yeah. <laughs> And today, these kids are buying four-bedroom, three-bathroom houses with three-car garage, and this is their first house. And back then, that would have been considered a mansion for me. I mean, just unbelievable. Uh, But when I bought my first house, interest rates was 12 percent, and today mine was 11. (laughs) And today, it's you know, I don't know what it is right now, but I mean, a couple months ago, the last time I checked, it was like 2.75. It's just like they're giving money away. And, and, I, and I don't see that changing much. I mean, I think we're in a short, I mean, a low interest rate for years and years to come.
1: And w- when they're dealing with you, they know that they're going to get a quality house for what what they buy from you, because you look at each individual and you kind of uh, give them uh, an opportunity to listen to you a little bit, and in their first house, th- that's important. Because I, I can remember Jackie and I, whenever you know, we, we were we didn't have a whole lot of money, and basically we would buy something that we could afford because we didn't want to go completely in debt. And then as we um, uh, were able to gain more of an income, then we'd move up to the next level, and the next level. I th- I think we moved about ten or fifteen times here in Rutherford County, just trying to to not uh, become completely uh, uh, owing everybody to you know staying in a comfortable level and and you're able to do that with them and you know i think sometimes the young people they're looking more at the three hundred thousand three hundred fifty thousand dollars house as their dream home and they want to jump on it right away and that's not a good decision is it no, but
2: uh, the one thing that's changed, Truman, is the average age of our buyer. You know, when I bought my first house, I was 23, mm-hmm. and and you know that was an American dream to buy a home. A lot of times now, we're seeing people not even buy a house till they're in their 30s. It's not wow. as not as important to them as it once was. They, they like the freedom of renting, they like to be able to get up and move and go to a different state if they want to. It's a totally different mindset than it was when, when, when I was young or you were young. I mean, it's just uh, people think totally different. Uh, therefore when they come in to buy their first house, they, they've already moved up a couple of spots at work and they're making pretty decent money so their first time home uh, tends to be much bigger, much you know. It's just a, it's just a whole different world. Yeah. And the entry-level people that are buying first-time home say they're working a restaurant or retail or, or school teacher or whatever it may be, something where they're making 30, forty thousand a year. They're buying uh, their first home is a townhome. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: A single-family house for less than three hundred thousand is almost brand new, is almost unheard of at this point. And in wow. Uh, it's you can still do it in Rutherford County barely, but. A lot of our neighboring counties, that's completely uh, with with different fee structures and different land prices and lot prices. Uh, that, that that that's not even available at this. You know, you, you either buy a townhome or you're buying a home in the 300s.
1: That's amazing. I I never thought it would get this way. What would happen if the 2.5 percent interest rate went up to like you and I, 11 and 12 percent? What would that do to the uh, average sale of a home well
2: you would you we would we would change immediately you know of course it wouldn't do it overnight it would take time so as these houses over the past 20 years have continued to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger obviously Mm -hmm. we would immediately start shrinking we would uh you know you would just have to make it more affordable you would you wouldn't have granite tops you wouldn't have stainless steel you you just have to make it affordable because at the end of the day what old south does or what anybody does that's in the building business or the real estate business in general you know you provide housing it is it is not an option mm-hmm. unless you want to live under a bridge or in a tent you you know it's a necessity it's not a carnival cruise or a mercedes-benz you have to have housing so we have to adjust if the market moves up in rates then we start taking amenities out of the house we start shrinking the houses uh, you, you just have to react as the market you know, moves. I mean, you don't have a choice. I mean, that's why. You know, in 2000, when I first started, uh, one of the guys that worked for me taught me into building townhomes. I'm like, oh, this is never gonna work. I'm just building rental house rental units, and I know it. And it's gonna happen. I'm just, I don't care. I'm gonna try it, but i I know I'm gonna end up having a bunch of rental units. Yeah. Those things started selling, and I hadn't looked back since. I'd say, since then, I've probably done six thousand townhomes in Middle Tennessee. Wow. Uh, we've done about fourteen thousand houses. We're, we're, you know, we're close to. Oh, 60% single-family and 40% townhomes, so the demand for townhomes. And then, of course, you get the very end of the cycle, the seniors, they're townhomes too, but they're, you know, extremely nice. They're, they're, uh, and, and really, when you say townhomes, all you're saying is single-family attached housing mm-hmm. versus detached. In today's market, when the homes are 10 feet apart, there's not a whole lot difference than uh, 10 feet between houses than sharing a common wall. So, I yeah. mean, it's there's not, you know... Everything is about the lot the lot price. That's what dictates the cost of the home. So our lots have just gotten smaller and smaller and smaller to the point where, obviously, the townhomes are attached. But even your single-family houses, a lot of lots we build on are, are 50 feet wide, and they have 5 and 5 setbacks. So, um, you know, the houses are 10 feet apart from your neighbor.
1: Now, when you're talking about senior homes, uh, I, I think about people who moved down to Florida and, and they have these gated communities. Is, is this something similar to that, or is, is, uh, is there a uh, name for these particular areas where they go in, where... Uh, um, they know uh, is, is the age a factor, like 55 and over, or yeah, something the, like the, that. You
2: know, of course, the 55 and over is is, is truly senior housing, where you where 80 percent of the people there have to be 55 or over. Yeah, we we do more. We we have not done that. We're I'm sure we will do that at some point. where's where's ours is just targeted for an age group. So like mm-hmm. out in Rockbridge Cove. As far as I know, there's only one person out there that, that's less than shoot probably 55 or 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say your average age in, in that development is probably 74, 75. My parents live there, and they're both 83. Uh, and they there's we, no way your parents are 83. Yeah, that last class is graduated in in '56. Uh, Good so, night. Well, my dad's. 83 and my mom will be 83 in about 10 days so they're actually as far as i'm concerned, they're both 83
1: happy birthday coming <laughs> up
2: <laughs> Yep.
1: i know they're still special to you
2: yeah they uh still live in and they live in greenville with their farm and then they have their they've already kind of planning in the they went on and bought a town home and they come to town and they stay two or three days and they go back to the farm uh nothing so like a farm yeah they they're in great shape, and they're in good shape because they work every day, other than Sunday.
1: Do you go out to the farm and help them? No.
2: no oh, I, 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 had God. That, I did that all through when I was a child, and I, you know, I, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that was child abuse. You know. <laughs> but it's the best life in the world. Oh, it is. But I was ready to move to do something different. I, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't care for the farm work. It's, a, it's, it's truly. Well, you know, when you shake somebody's hand, if they're if they've been in the farm business, because yeah. they, they'll break your hand in half. They're so strong. Yeah. I call well, them Well, you're still strength. going
1: out at the back and
2: working out. Yeah, but there's a big difference in a guy lifting weights at the gym and a guy that's farm strong. I mean, it's just a totally different person. you can lift all the weights you want, but you grab a hold of somebody that's out there working on the farm, and they they'll break your hand in half if you don't watch it. <laughs>
1: Well, my brother's 75, and he goes out there, and he feeds and does all the farm work, and he and Robbie, I mean, they're, they're amazing. And I keep telling them, one of these days, you're not going to be able to do that because he and I will sit down, and we can hear all of our joints killing us at the, at the same time. And, and uh, But you get—you know life is good. I don't care how much you hurt or, or whatever is going on with you at the time. Getting old, uh, as my fifth grade teacher used to say, is not for sissies, and she was right. But uh, it makes you stronger. It really does. And as long as you're out there active and doing things, uh, that that's pretty special. Now, uh, I get it, well uh, on Manchester Highway. You know, drive by your place out there. Okay. And. Uh, there's a lot of activity going on just before you get to my place with with Betsy's at that, right. that big subdivision. Do you do any building in there? Do you, or uh, is most of it just uh, properties that you already own?
2: Uh, most of the time, Old South is building in properties that Old South developed the property. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm doing a couple of deals here in Rutherford County. <laughs> With Bob Parks, uh, both of them are out on 840 because, of course, 840 is, is about as hot an area as you can that get. That is hot. That's uh, Shelton Square and then uh, South Haven, and South mm-hmm. Haven's just right before you go into Williamson County. Uh, one of 'em's a county project, the other one's a, a city project, and mm-hmm. the one you're talking about is, is Mankin Point out on Manchester Highway and Dilton Mankin Road, and that project, uh, of course, is your is your uh, Hardy board, uh, the concrete uh, siding, which is masonry product is very very attractive and, and mm-hmm. it's done real well and uh that's a that is the actually the first uh, step system in the city limits of murfreesboro in other words that that project out there is is itself as a self-contained sewage system you know we're just not co- connected to the city sewer but yet the project is in the city limits of murfreesboro mm. uh, i was doing it in the county and the city came to me and said hey we 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 realize our sewer plants you know filling up and and we need to go a different route and we want you to to do this project in the city but with with the septic system or the, the step system and then the then the city will
1: that's 1st man- of that
2: maintain it in the future
1: yeah
2: uh and you're going to see more and more of that in the city because uh, you know they're 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 getting their capacity is is limited um and that's just the way of the future
1: and is that similar to what the city of Eagleville has? It's exactly. A step system. It
2: sure is. Except, except Eagleville has a step system for the for the whole city, which is still not a whole lot. But yeah, it, I, I'm actually out in Eagleville um, building a project out there. We did probably about 25 houses in Eagleville last year.
1: Is that so, close to the school?
2: It's across the street.
1: That's what I thought.
2: Yeah, you you see it. I mean, yeah. it, it, and it's the same exact product as Mankin Point. It's the Hardy board two-story houses, probably averaging about twenty-two hundred feet, minimum of two-car garage, some of them are three-car. I mean, it's uh, you know, you're probably average sales price in in uh, Eagleville is probably around three and a quarter, and Mankin Point's probably around three hundred. You believe it or not, house in Eagleville brings more than one on the outskirts of Murfreesboro. Eagleville's a well sought out area because it's it's
1: close to 840 close to williamson county um it's going to absolutely explode one of these days and i I, my understanding that the sewer system um or the the lack of a major sewer system uh is one of the things that's kept it from exploding already no doubt and i can remember Probably back before you were born, I would go out to Eagleville a lot of times and go over to the Melody Bar after the ball games. And I, I was working in law enforcement at the time. And uh, they had, I, I don't know how to describe it, but the smell sometimes would knock my head off <laughs> uh, over there. But things have changed so much. Uh, it, it, it still has that uh, uh, hometown atmosphere, uh, but. Things have improved a lot as, as far as the maintenance and, and those type things. And uh, my grandson uh, graduated from Eagleville this year and his sweet girlfriend Lauren uh, also this year. And it, 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 was, um, it was the right decision because he, he was going to, to uh, uh, Central Magnet School. And um, for whatever reason, he always had his eyes going to Eagleville. And uh, I, I think that that was one of the biggest draws for him was that uh, it was like the, the K through 12s, or not the K, one through 12s, when I went to school. You, you got to know everybody, uh, their parents, their grandparents, and everything. And that's pretty special.
2: You know, that uh, the kids that go to Central that w- want to play ball, Yeah. They uh, football. I don't know about all the other sports, but you know they they go to Eagleville. That's where they go to play sports. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, but uh, and they have
1: a pretty good team. They
2: you? do. It's, uh, they they've done well out there. You talk about Eagleville, you talk about College Grove, and then you talk about Chapel Hill. You know who would have thought ten years mm-hmm. ago that those three places would be the next boom areas in Middle Tennessee? And all three of those areas are are really booming now. Uh, and when I say booming, I'm talking about increasing population yeah. here. I'm not talking about they're doing five 5,000 houses. They may only be doing 70 or so, but when they were doing 7 or 5, now they're doing 70 to 100. It's, it's it, That's a
1: boom. Well, I, I think that once you go out there and take a look at everything, I mean, it's special. Now, what about my side of town, the old side? The, I'm talking about Readable, Kittrell and those, I know you're laughing already at me, but uh, of course that's, that's rocky country, and you go all the way, uh, Big Springs is one of the most beautiful drives in, in Rutherford County. I mean, it's just gorgeous out there, hill to hill, and, and uh, you can see forever. Um, when is that going to start up and running at a, at, at a high level like the other parts of the, the community.
2: Well, that's a simple answer. When Rock. when the other yeah. an, when the other areas fill up to the point where there's no availability, which you're, you're talking about Blackman, uh, you're talking about 99. Everything
1: on the other side of the yeah, in the, the interstate
2: interst- and uh, you know like Mankin Point or, or the Maples, both mm-hmm. those subdivisions are doing really well now, but both of them kind of started out slow because mm-hmm. it's really for most people one of the if there's a married couple, one of them's going to work in Nashville or Laverne or Smyrna, mm-hmm. so they want access to the interstate. So uh, the, the, that side of town, the east side of town, is always going to be slower than than the west side of town until, like I said earlier, drive to you can buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a little bit more affordable. On the east side of Murfreesboro than it is the west side of Murfreesboro. Yeah. You know, the land's a little bit cheaper. You know, it's it's just a whole is different Is it because
1: world. it's so far from the interstate, or is it just the terrain?
2: Well, I mean, the terrain's a problem anywhere. Anytime you, like Woodbury Highway or or Braydenville or yeah. Halls Hill or any of those areas, which, you know, we know all that land from being around here forever. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's you know, Rutherford County's a rock, but that's really rocky. It's... Out in that area, you have a hard time finding enough soul to to put in put in the system. So,
1: but I love living out there. Well, you're you're
2: going you're going to have less people out there because of that. But yeah, but you know, as time goes on, they come up with more sophisticated systems for for waste, and and um, you know that that will happen. Um, you know, we we like to find a piece of property that's you know 150 200 acres and. And 110 of them just rock outcropping, and we got about a 30-acre hayfield, and uh, and we're going to build houses on all those rocks, and we're going to put our system in the 30 acres of hayfield. You know, it's uh, it's just totally opposite of the way it was when I started in the 80s. You know, um, you know, how do you we, build homes on rock like that? Because well, I mean, it's it's, it's 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 a totally different way of building than you would build on a, on a, on a, if you were out in a hayfield. Obviously, in you know, a hayfield, you're taking a backhoe and you're digging down 16 feet and you're putting your slab or your footing in the ground yeah. and when you're building on rock you're forming over the rock mm-hmm. you're uh, it's it's once you understand how it works it's it's not that it's it's uh, and of course on rock you're you're, you're uh, the, the three or four times I've had big warranty problems uh, have every time it's always been a foundation where we didn't get Far enough, deep enough to, to hit the clay, and 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 are, we have a f- foundation failure. And we've only had probably three or four out of fourteen thousand homes that we've done in Middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you build on all that rock, you don't have to worry about a foundation failure. It's probably it's, it's not going anywhere. It's already it's like building on concrete. You're already you're already on solid surface. But uh,
1: it sounds complicated to me.
2: It it is. It's more challenging. You got more steel, but but. Uh, as we've grown as a community, we now want to use the rough w- property that we would never even considered 20 years ago is now the property w- that we are looking for because mm. uh, the good land is going to put our systems in, our, our sewage systems in. So, uh, And we bring in, you know, topsoil to cover all the rocks up, and then we saw it on top of that. And if they don't water it in the summertime, it's going to get brown out there because there's not four or five inches between the grass and the and the rock.
1: Yeah, I should have talked to you because when Jackie and I bought that house out on Woodbury Highway up in kind of the Buck Canyon area, um, we wanted to have a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, laugh at me now, big boy. And so they got they went out there and started working on it, and they said, "There's no way we can build a swimming pool here." Unless we dynamite, and dynamite will tear your house all yeah. the pieces Oh it will. With that that close to your house, it sure will. Yeah. So um, we ended up not doing it,
2: and well, that uh, was a good decision because swimming pools are kind of a joke. In Middle Tennessee, you use them for four months and eight months, they're shut down. They're, they end up being an eyesore.
1: Yeah, and you spend a lot of money taking care of it while you're while you're doing it. But there was there was just something about having a swim. But we had one over in Eventide uh, right there on that corner, and. Uh, that was the best swimming pool I think I've ever seen because you had all the, the particular concrete all the way around it and uh, you could stay out there. You didn't even have to be in the water. You could just enjoy being outside. You you remember uh, uh, Craig Snell's son. Um, he When he got that scholarship to go play at uh, in California, um, he used to try to keep in shape for football he'd come and run with me over all the way through that neighborhood. And then it, after we got through running, we'd dive in the swimming pool. And uh, Jackie would come out and take care of all of us. And she'd go swimming with us. And uh, I, I guess it was the the memories of that pool that, that made us want to have another one. And, of course, uh, we didn't do a thorough check of, of, of that, uh, I think uh, – uh, well Clark Maples is the one that called me and, and sold me the place right next to where he was living at the time and and got great neighbors you know it, neighbors is really where it's all about especially if you've been in this community as long as I have it, it's nice to, nice to be able to keep those connections wherever Donnie Ayers is right behind me and and uh, he, he's as good a guy as you'll ever have and a lot of Ayers has lived around there at one time do you do you get a lot of local people looking for homes, change of homes? Because what I've seen, even over here at Adams Place, there's a lot of people from the up north that live here. In fact, I doubt if there's less. I bet you there's less local people living here than there would be out-of-state people.
2: Right now, you know, last year we we did right out a 1,000 Homes. I bet of that 1,000 homes, I probably didn't know 15 or 20 home wow. hours. It's, uh, it's a different world out there. But, I mean, you, you do the same thing. Uh, you know, that little restaurant we go eat at every morning. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I, I see you down there when I show up. But uh,
1: That's mostly local people. Local though. people. Yeah. But if
2: you go to a, a restaurant for lunch, um, uh, a lot of the lo- local restaurants, there's times I'll be in there and I'll look around i say, I don't know not a single person here Hmm. uh you know know, if you go to certain places where the locals kind of mingle every day you of course you obviously see local places but if you go to some of the bigger chains that uh, the bigger restaurants you know a lot of times i go in there and not not know anybody yeah um and that's good and that's bad i mean but you you take Murphsboro that's what tripled in size in the last 40 years you know things are going to change old people are going to die out and one thing's for sure: is we're always going to be in a state of change, no matter yeah. what. Change for the better, change for the worse, but we're changing at all times.
1: What would you do with the traffic around here if you had the the decision making? It it takes me longer to drive from one end of town to the other as it does to drive from here through Nashville.
2: Yeah, I mean, traffic's a tough subject. I mean, growth is a tough subject. You know, when you when you get into growth, you know. Fortunately, people really, most people really only care about themselves at the end of the day. You hate to say that, but that's non Scotch truth. Um, and, and, you know, when we're doing developments and we put in a street and the homeowners are so happy they got new homes, they're just mm-hmm. tickled to death. And then when we buy the farm that's behind them and, and, and go to the planning commission and the city council or, or the or the county commission, those same people that were so happy, just so tickled to death to get that house, they're up there with their signs saying, "Too much traffic, uh, too much noise, too much this, too the drainage." You name it, they bring up the same things every time. The bottom line is, once we get our little piece of the pie, we we really don't want anybody else to have any pie. Yeah, I mean, and it's a <clears throat> it's a battle we fight everywhere we go, and you know I get frustrated and say i just don't want to do this anymore and then a couple days later i get over it and i've settled down and we just keep on doing what we're doing but uh, being in the home building business the developer we we take a what i consider a really bad rap just because of of what we do which is just provide a a necessity in the community and uh, it's a it's unfortunate you know with the, my business, supposedly uh, three jobs for every house built. We built a thousand homes last year, so I created three thousand jobs. Uh, um, if a new employer came into town and said they were going to create three thousand jobs, they'd they you know they'd give them the red carpet treatment and yeah. give them the land, a tax abatement, or you name it, they get it all. But uh, the fact that all we do is you know build houses for folks that need homes, uh, you, you know we. We take it, uh, you know. I'll go to some of those meetings, and somebody will stand up and say that Mr. Floyd, he is trying to make a profit. And I'm like, you, you, you moron! Unless unless you work for the government, wherever you work, there's somebody is trying to make a profit, and it happens every time. There'll be somebody say he's trying to make a profit, as if I had committed a crime.
1: I think that's why you're in the business, <laughs> and why we're living in a capitalist state. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with John Floyd. Our residents say the chefs at Adams Place run the area's best restaurant. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today.
0: Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry
1: Deal. Offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard.
3: This is Lisa Halliburton at Bell Jewelers. Pandora, will have new Valentine charms. We're going to be doing free gifts. If you just spend $99 or more, you're going to get a gift card to Murfreesboro Flower Shop for beautiful flowers, a gift card to Steakhouse 5 or 5 Census, and also a spa gift card to Nurture Nook Spa. Bell Jewelers, 821 Northwest Broad Street, across from Toots. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, Consider contacting Cordell and Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for thirty years. Contact
0: Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Online at cordellcordell.com. Eight ten Crescent Center Drive, Suite one sixty, Franklin, Tennessee three seven zero six seven. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents cable. and Doug. Okay, Chloe.
3: Tonight. Come on, Limu, keep peddling. We gotta build our endurance to let more people know that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Pick up the pace bird legs! Hey! Don't talk to Limu like that! I'm not, I'm talking to you! Liberty, 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 Liberty! Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com.
0: Now an update from the WGNSradio.com News Center. I'm Ron
3: Jordan. The Better Business Bureau is warning people against sharing pictures of their vaccination cards on social media. Vaccination cards have full names, birthday information, and information about where the vaccine was given. That makes stealing your identity easier for people who like to do that sort of thing. If you'd like to fly, here's something you should remember. Travelers at Nashville International Airport and other transportation hubs across the country are now required to wear a face mask. The TSA confirms they will be enforcing the new regulation that says anybody over the age of two without an underlying health issue must wear a facial covering at all U.S. airports, bus stations, and train stations. Officials say passengers who refuse to wear masks can be denied entry, boarding, or continued transport. The ATF is posting a reward of $2,500 for information leading to the arrest of the men who robbed the Franklin area gun store. Officials said yesterday they're looking for two suspects who broke into the Franklin gun shop on Lakeview Drive and stole over 40 firearms. The ATF's $2,500 reward being matched by the National Shooting Sports Foundation for a total of $5,000. Anybody with any information about the suspects is urged to contact police. And the state is granting two loans to improve Smyrna's water infrastructure. The loans total $20.2 million and are among three approved by the Tennessee Local Development Authority with a loan of $300,000 for the Arthur Shawnee Utility District in Harrogate. Smyrna also received $3 million in loans from the Drinking Water State Revolving Fund loan program that addresses improvements to the water distribution system. The loan has a 20-year term and a 0.68% interest rate. More news at WGNSradio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates
0: around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSradio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at TN.com.
3: Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Skies will become mostly sunny here this afternoon with a high in the low 40s. Northwest winds are on 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 28. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier Six Theater. They're now open. From
0: NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450. And
1: streaming at WGNSradio.com. And John, you're kind of spread out uh, outside of, you're mostly in Middle Tennessee, you're just all over the place. Um, are we looking at Rutherford County kind of um, becoming like a Davidson County where we're growing so fast and have so many things? I, I mean, uh, The benefits of living here in Rutherford County are through the roof, but once you get to a certain size, people start looking outside of the community. Maybe like in Bedford County and in in uh, Warren County, uh, Cannon County. You know, there was talk at one time that Cannon County would probably merge and be part of Rutherford County one of these days because it's you know financially it's hard to keep up in those smaller counties are we looking at something like that happening here in the next five to ten years because it's my understanding we're the fourth largest county in the state right now
2: well rutherford county has so much to offer that at some point in time it's just going to be too expensive to live here and you you are going to see a exodus out to the counties you know um, bedford or or or, you know wilson or or cannon or you know DeKalb and all that i mean it's just it's a natural flow i mean Mm -hmm. No different than when the people bailed out of Nashville and moved to to Rutherford County yeah. or moved to Williamson County. It's it's all about the cost of living. I mean, it's um, it, it's just it's just part of the process.
1: We seem like maybe even politically, the larger the area, the more it shifts from one political party to the next. And 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 as far as being either liberal or conservative, you're you're starting to see more and more of that there. and and that is a changing process also, as as far as uh, what people enjoy as far as being in a smaller community. yeah, I mean with with growth, you, you
2: you grow and you grow and you grow, and then all of a sudden at some point, you 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 tend to have a swing to uh everybody's about growth to then you grow to where you're you the no growthers slowly take over the process because they they feel like well we now have a good hospital we now have all the nice restaurants retail Mm -hmm. we don't need any more growth and uh and that's just that's just part of it that's why if old south right now we're, we're looking at the counties you know a little further out we're going to bedford county we're 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 in cheatham county we're 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 forced to to go where we can can build homes that people can afford. I mean, um, you need know, or, or that or or retire, um, and I'm not ready for that. I, I go crazy. I go to Florida, and about the fourth day, I'm about to climb the wall. You know, so I've got to stay busy. Oh, give me
1: John. It ain't nothing like that beach. that's, that's the most relaxing area <laughs> in the world for me. I, I could uh, stay down there a long time, but I do miss uh, Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. I, I, when I'm gone for I'll stretch it to two weeks. When, when I've been gone two weeks, it, it kind of gets a little bit different. But, oh, the weather and that easy, easy pace, uh, it, it just. Well, what are you doing here? Why, why had not you moved to Florida? Well, I had a place in Florida, but, but my wife, of course, passed on, and, uh, and uh, I felt like it um, I needed to spend more time here For than family, I did. I want, friends. Jackie loved Jackie loved the beach. We'd, we'd walk two or three hours every day down that beach it was just it really was special and you, we'd sit out on our terrace and look right straight down into the ocean which which was uh you know it's different it, it, it was special but um see uh I, I can't afford these nice places like you you get i i, I get the, the 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 cheaper versions but i still have the same sun in the same beach so that that works out pretty good
2: Bless your heart. Well, right? yeah, I, nobody's going to cry for me. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, I've been fortunate. You know, I have a home, well, uh, home in Florida. So spe- speaking it.
1: speaking of that, uh, Tommy Davidson told me this morning, he said he wants to know when he's got to pay up. Now, I have no idea what he's talking about. I know all you guys sit over there at the rich table, and us cheap people, we sit over there in the far end, and I can barely hear some of the conversation that you've got going on
2: it's like a bunch of women they sit over there and gossip every morning it's i, I go i come once a week i figure I, if i come once a week i can catch up you can and, catch up uh, on, I, I can, on it all I, I can catch it all at one time but uh that's you know, a that table that you got an accountant you got an insurance man you got sales in real estate you got a builder i mean it's a it's a good little table to to and and, and a lot of times we we build off each other because we uh, keep each, everybody motivated because they're High energy table. I mean, everybody's still working. Everybody's, uh, you know, trying to do do outdo the other one. So it it gets it gets entertaining over there. That's for sure.
1: You know, I I have dealings with just about everyone at that table, and have over the years, and just love them all. And uh, you know, Roy uh, uh, at Farm Bureau, he does such a great job over there. And we're starting to see changes in every kind of business. And you guys know everything that's going on before it ever happens, which is amazing to me. I like to kind of uh, edge over there every once in a while and see if I can pick up some of the uh, um, the information that's being passed on by the people who can pass the information
2: on. Yeah, we talk a lot of local pro- politics, but we also talk a lot of national po- politics. It can get... Uh, it can get interesting over there because it's just so many, many things happening in our community whether, you're, whether it be the state or the or the country it's just uh, there's plenty to keep you occupied that's for sure.
1: Have you seen any changes going on with the change of leadership in uh, Washington?
2: Well I haven't seen anything yet but uh, you know the fear factor is extremely high. Yeah. I mean as business people we you know, we we're fearful of a higher tax rate, which I, I I just take that for granted, that's gonna happen. Uh in my my business, you know, it doesn't matter what the tax rate is, we just keep on going. If we're paying thirty nine point six or I'm paying thirty seven or thirty four or thirty five, whatever the rate may be, it is what it is and uh, you know, everybody says, oh, I'm just going to quit working. So they pass out high tax rate. Well, that's just a bunch of junk. Nobody's going to quit working. We're just going to pay whatever the tax rate is, and we just keep on doing what we're doing. I mean, it's just a part of doing business. In 2008, 9, and 10. I didn't pay any federal income tax, and I can tell you right now, I don't ever want to, everybody gripes about income tax. I don't, I don't gripe about income tax. You gripe about, when you don't pay income tax for three years, then you got something to gripe about because that means you didn't make a penny. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to pay my fair share. I don't have any problem with that.
1: Now, the, the guys that work for you, I'm sure that they make a pretty good income. Because that, that's some pretty tough work, is it? In in the building industry,
2: it is. It's um, you know for you know these folks that work in the in the building trade, you know they they, they do well. I mean yeah. it, it pays well, but they work extremely hard. I mean it's a uh, it's a good business if if you're willing to put in the hours and and do the hard work. Uh, it's a great it's a great future for young people coming out of school.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, what season is the hardest? On the people who are doing the building, actual building, because I think of cold weather. I, I could not stand to be on a roof when it's as cold as it is right now, but especially wet cold. Wet cold is a, is a whole lot harder on you. But in the summertime, I get that same feeling when I'm driving by and it's 90 or 100 degrees, and those those guys are out there like it, it, it's it's the best time in the world.
2: Yeah, well, cold is the worst because yeah. you can. You can take off. You can get down to wearing a T-shirt and some shorts during the summer, but in the winter, when it's moist and it's got that bitter sting in the yeah. in the air, there's there's nothing to there's nothing you can do about that. That's just that's just that's just a tough tough time. But I mean, and we all complain about how cold it is, but you know we go up north, you know, and they're below zero and they're still out there working
1: yeah they're I mean, supposed it, to be up there. Yeah,
2: it doesn't it, it just, it's just it's wherever you're from is what you do what you, you're used to so uh we trudge through the weather you know we we'd love to have a a super cold dry winter and the last and it looks like this year is going to be the fourth year in a row we're going to have a wet hot winter and we can we can do a lot more working cold and, and dry than we can in when it's 55 and sloppy muddy, which is what it started last week or two, but you know yeah. we had a we had a really the first of Jan- you know first part of January and December we we actually had a good winter going, but um, that's kind of gone away right now. Hopefully it'll hopefully it'll come back and get a little drier.
1: The the people that that you have the business has been really really good in 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 the real estate and the building uh, part of it. Um, does that mean that you get to keep quality people all the time because the work is here and do you do you uh have a lot of change or do most of them stay with you for a long period of time
2: we we've been very fortunate we've had very very little change you know a lot of the folks uh, some of the folks have literally been with us over 30 years Ooh! Uh, wow electrician the, the guy doing the footings uh The plumber has been with us for over 30 years. Uh, Now, when we get into these towns that are further out, uh, we try to do business locally if we can with Mm -hmm. the local people, whatever town it may be. So uh, we've been very, very fortunate uh, to have kept the group together. I haven't had anybody leave Old South that actually works directly, not a subcontractor or supplier, but I haven't had anybody leave Old South uh, quit in i don't know maybe six six or seven years i've had a couple that left but we kind of ask them to leave in, in those particular cases but we, yeah. we, we virtually have zero turnover
1: that's amazing and a lot of it i'm sure is the, the the climate of people wanting to be here isn't
2: it yeah and then of course at old south we have profit sharing so all the the staff oh, wow they uh they share in the profit of the company at the end of the year so when we do well as a group our our, our employees do extremely well they've uh, they they the last four years have had just wonderful years, uh, and that's why, you know, we've had all these. My my competition in today's world, I, I don't compete with local people in, in at all. I, my competition is uh, publicly traded home builders. It's the D R Hortons. It's the Pulteys. It's the Beezers. It's the Meritage. It's the Lennar. Mm-hmm. It's on and on and on. They're they're stock- stock traded home builders and uh, that's who I compete with. I don't uh, I don't compete with local people at all. Uh, The recession wiped a lot of them out and then uh, they're just uh, in a different world. Uh, The big volume builders are all uh, publicly traded builders in in then Old South.
1: So sharing with the uh, employees is a big deal isn't it? Because you want to stay successful, and they want to be successful also. And when they have their name down there, it, it makes them a, a, a part of, of what's going on there as the growth continues.
2: Well, the fact that uh, that they share in the profit of the company at, at the end of the year and midway, we do it twice a year. We do it in June, and we do it in December uh, where we share the profit of the company uh it, it gives them ownership. They have uh, skin in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I call my employees partners because, in reality, they are partners. Because yeah. uh, if they walk across some five bundles of shingles and they eventually it goes down in the ground into the mud and just completely wasted, they it, it, that costs them some money. Yeah. So uh, you're
1: I, all dependent on each other.
2: No we? doubt, and it's worked out really well. Uh, the only negative to it is, you know, we just. It, it makes it hard for a young person to move up the ladder because nobody ever quits. You yeah, know, it's kind of it's a good 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 thing. It's not like you know, like the military. You know, after you get to a certain age and you're not doing quite as good, they 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 show you the door. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. But in, in real business world, it's not quite that simple.
1: You have many that want to climb up the ladder. Uh, I know that I, I know the competition is is there in almost any business. But something like that, um, staying there. E- either way, it helps you. But the 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 people who want to go up the ladder, a lot of times they get impatient, don't they?
2: Well, it, it's easy to get impatient. I mean, if you're a young person and you're, you're, you you want to go as fast as you can go, and in yeah. that case, in our, our companies, you know, there is some room for them moving up, but it's just. Nowhere near it would be if, if you worked at a company that had a lot of turnover because, you yeah. know, most home building companies have massive turnover. It's just constantly somebody's stealing the guy's help here, and they're moving to the next guy, and, the you know, it's kind of like a banker, you know, how the best way to get a raise is a banker, change banks, uh, you know. But in the home building business, you know, we, that doesn't happen quite as, quite as much.
1: You can't offer him a vice presidential job, can you?
2: <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it works out in the long run, but, uh, we've been very fortunate. We've, we've got a really, really good group of people and, uh, I guess the average employee there has probably been there over 15 years.
1: The hottest areas right now, of course, Rutherford County is right there at the top on the hottest areas, but I can see other communities like Bedford County, Cannon County, uh, um, a lot of them are maybe going to be the next guys in line. Um, as are you, I don't know if this is a proper question or not. If it's not, smack me across the head. But uh, do you uh, purchase property ahead of time before it actually becomes that particular next county in line well you
2: you you have to to a certain extent because in the in in the business we're in you know if i go out today and look at a farm this afternoon and 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 make an offer on that farm and and get it under contract it's going to be a minimum of two years before i'm going to be actually you know closing houses or or most cases even actually starting homes Mm because i have to annex the property i have to have the property zoned I have to get utilities to the property. I have to then build roads, utilities. It's just a long, slow process, so mm-hmm. uh, I have to be five years out in lots, so I'm constantly chasing my tail just out trying to get deals for the future, and uh, the reason you don't see as many local guys doing big volume is... it. Um, it just takes a tremendous amount of capital, which yeah. really just takes people out of the market, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I've seen something similar to, to what you're talking about, but this is a church. Um, uh, Science Hill Church of Christ out, out at Kittrell. Uh, Bud Mitchell, and, and you know Bud. Yeah. He, he, he's put a lot of money into that, building a new church there uh, uh, off John Bragg Highway. And I think they have been in in search of getting that church finally built for about two years. And I said, well, that's the county. Does the county have the same type of restrictions that the city does now? And, and it's it does seem to be it it it, um, it causes a lot of. Uh, um, waiting and waiting and waiting and going through this particular group and that particular group um, are you seeing that in other communities we,
2: we are we're seeing it across the board of um, Murfreesboro and Rutherford County or you know it, it takes a long time to go through the process but we go to Metro Davidson, Nashville, is 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 slower than than we are here. But I don't see you can, how
1: anything gets done. You over can there. go
2: to Smyrna and and things go relatively quick. Spring mm-hmm. Hill, relatively quick. It varies. We we just have to adjust to whatever the community is and, and keep on going. Uh, um, you know, working with the different municipalities and, and governments is by far, by far the most challenging part of what I do because yeah. it just seems like you no more get adjusted to the new regulations and here comes a whole new new group of regulations that you got to figure out and it just it's very frustrating and and honestly if uh, if I didn't have a lot of young people that work for me that can that don't they don't know how easy it used to be 20 years ago where yeah. you could go get a building permit in an hour you know you could get a plat signed and recorded in a day where now it takes a month and a half but, you know they don't they don't know that it used to be how easy it used to be so uh, you know, so I just let them handle it because I, I just want to pull out my hair. I just want to throw my hands up in the air and say ugly words, and that's just no. You're not getting anywhere doing that. So, uh, you know, I've just had to adjust and, and let them let them kind of let them run with it. Uh, they they don't know, like I said, they don't know how easy it once was. They 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 don't know any different.
1: Does it really make any difference in the quality of of the neighborhoods up there, wherever they're moving? Because. Um sometimes it it, it, uh, it gets too tedious doesn't it Well I mean
2: there's no doubt that the neighborhoods we do today are nicer than the ones we did 20 years ago yeah there's no question about that I, I don't I wouldn't even begin to argue that point but I am going to argue the point that at some point there has to be a cost limitations you know everything can be better and better and better and better but if we're all living in a freaking tent, because we can't afford a home. Yeah. What have you really accomplished? You, yeah. You've priced everybody out. You want a park, you want this, you want that. You want all these different amenities. And everybody wants Everybody wants to talk about affordable housing. As a matter of fact, Sunday's paper in the Tennessee, they had a whole huge article about affordable housing. But in reality, everybody wants affordable housing. They just don't want it anywhere near where they live. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a battle to, to, to be able to have affordable housing. And as a community, as we get older, we we kind of forget where we came from now some mm-hmm. people came from pretty well pretty good digs from the start but people like me and you we started out with virtually nothing and yeah. and, we, and that's you know people somehow just managed to forget that they started out an on 1100 square foot house they you know now they've got the they got where they are they, they think everybody should have what what they have and uh, there's a price to pay for that
1: you know <laughs> that I was over at Bud's uh, eating breakfast Friday. He cooks for all of us on Friday morning. And uh, I got to thinking, and I told Bud, I said, you know, I'd like still like to live out here on Jake's Avenue. It, that was some of the best times of my life. And uh, we all grew up together. We were all family. And you don't really have that anymore. Of course, my family, uh, all the people that grew up around me, they're just about all gone. There's hardly any of us Uh, left anymore but um, it was uh, I think that's what really makes a neighborhood is is the relationships between all the people that are there and uh, it it was uh, when I do something wrong on Jakes Avenue I get a spanking it wouldn't be just at my house it would be everywhere down there and uh, uh, we shared everything and uh, it, it to be perfectly honest with you, I thought I lived in a castle, and it was just a tiny, tiny one. You, did, you didn't
2: know any difference.
1: I didn't know any difference, and I, and I absolutely loved it. And there's something about uh, getting up in the morning and, and knowing where you are and the people that are surrounding you. It was just uh, something special. I, any, anytime you can plant uh, something in a neighborhood that's got all of that, you got the best of all worlds
2: yeah people don't people don't even think like that. I mean, the kids that you know in today's world, m- most of them have way so much different than we had as kids. I remember going to McDonald's when I was nine, ten years old, and I had a choice to make. If I wanted a milkshake, then I couldn't get any French fries, but if I, if I, you know, I had to pick, do I want a French fries or I want a milkshake? Because I'm not getting both. So I mean, in today's world, we just go order off a menu. We don't, want, we don't think anything about it. And our kids do the same. They got kids menus and all this. It just, a, it's just a different world.
1: And you drank the milkshake, right? Well, I, was know. it better at Reeves'? that's <laughs> It's mighty
2: good. Uh, yeah, I can't drink more shakes anymore. I'm just getting fatter by the minute.
1: Oh, you work hard. You work it all. <laughs> I, t- I try. The to. problem is you're eating too much over at Sylvan Park. I've seen hell, the plate. Well,
2: <laughs> I've had to quit going so much because yeah. of that.
1: I enjoyed you, John. Oh. We're 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 out of uh, uh, time, but uh, John Floyd it, it, and uh, you do a great job over there, and I'm proud of you, and I'm proud for how you give back to the community.
2: Well, thank you very much.
1: It, it, it's really special to have you here.
2: But well, we're going to we're going to announce something here in the next few weeks that we're doing the community that's going to be really special. So, we'll And you're we'll not going to let
1: me know to then.
2: Well, well, you'll see it when the time comes.
1: All right. <laughs> All right, thank you, John. Take care. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at 9.
0: From nhc's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard.